The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Folks, it is Wednesday. It is hump day, March the 30th. We are live here from the Low T Center Studio. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Download the free Swain Event app for your Android, Apple devices. Use the text box. Chop it up with us during the show. Really, really, really easy. Really simple. Give us a call on the Iris Networks hotline. 865-255-03. Straight from your Swain Event app. Ben! You should be happy today. You should be thrilled today. Man, you're happy every day. You're feeling blessed every day. But today, Ben, you should be on cloud nine. Oh, I am. Are you on the cloud nine for the same reason why I think you should be on cloud nine? Uh, if you are thinking that I am on cloud nine because I'm one less day away from having to continue to deal with you, then yes. Oh, oh, oh burn. Burn. That's not the reason. Uh, because Tennessee is pumping sixty million dollars into Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Sixty million. I make it rain. I make it rain on them. I make it rain. Yeah. Making it rain on the baseball balls. I don't need to bring out my pressure washer. I can just keep it in my garage because Tennessee got it. $60 million, man. What can we do with $60 million? A whole heck of a lot. I know uh, some schools around the SEC have built brand new baseball stadiums with that amount of money. Alabama, Kentucky of late. I think Alabama spent right at 60 for a new stadium. I, I want to say Kentucky spent about 50 on a new stadium. Do a whole lot of money with, or a whole lot of things with 60 mil. You do something strange with, with, with $60 million to change? Oh, yes. Let's, let me check out Kentucky's baseball stadium. Let me see how nice it is. Is it, is it nice, Ben? It's nice. Let me see. Let me check it out. Let me let me check it out. I don't want to see Kroger Field. No, I don't want to see that. I was over here making a click list this morning. Ran out of eggs. I don't want to see that. How much they pay for that? Uh, I mean, it's better than ours. Don't get me wrong. I want to say like 50 or so. All right. All right. Okay. What's the name of their field? Um, the produce section. <laughs> produce section field. It's just called Kentucky Proud Park. Interesting. $49 million. Yep. Seats 2,500 fans. It's not, yeah, it's and not. Can, and accommodate 5,000. Yep. That's yeah. not enough for us. 
No, it, it's not a big stadium, just a, a nice stadium uh, with with what they did. It looks nice on the outside. It looks nicer on the outside in my uh, view I got. And it, it, looks, it looks nice from looking in from center field, looking at the press box and the suites and, and the stands. Uh, but it, it's not what some of these other cathedrals in the league are. Alabama is, is, is nice as, as well. Again, they, they put in like 60, I want to say, to their stadium. Danny, Sewell Thomas Stadium. Danny White was right. I mean, he, it's not like he wasn't going to be right. He he knows he's in the middle of, this, of everything. He's the athletic director. But when there was a tweet sent his way about hooking up the baseball program with some new amenities, he said it's on the way. It's on the way. Man, I'm happy for the baseball program. I am too. Not even because it's just number one in the country and all that good stuff, but I'm happy that they're getting the support that they deserve. Said this on Monday. Like, we needed a new baseball stadium. We needed, pretty nice, we needed an upgrade. Like, the baseball program itself, regardless if they were winning or not, but the fact that they are winning and doing things the right way, playing the game the right way, like, they deserve it. So I'm happy for them. I'm so happy for the baseball program. I'm happy for the athletic department as a whole because if you read the article that John Bryce dropped and John Bryce that? will join the show at Who's John Bryce? Tom's Bryce gonna be on John, in hour three. John Bryce will be on in nine twenty ish. Ish. Nine twenty ish. Ish. Uh but in the story that he dropped yesterday detailing that Tennessee baseball is going to get 60 mil for stadium renovations. Uh, His tweet yesterday said that UT Systems proposed 2023 budget includes some 7.5 million for Neyland Stadium, separate from the 340 million renovation ongoing, as well as almost 60 million for Lindsey Nelson Stadium and almost 30 million for Thompson Bowling Arena. Uh, So, the, the big sports, obviously, getting some funds there. But I say that I'm happy for the athletic department as a whole because there are several sports across campus that, that are having money thrown their way for upgrades uh, coming up as as well. Uh, $39 million for a brand-new indoor track facility. Let's go. Uh, $2 million for the volleyball program. $1.3 for the Thornton Athletic Center, where UT houses its academic assistant programs for student athletes, uh, 6.55 mil for the tennis program's good friend tennis center home, and tennis has been number one in the country of late, so that that is obviously well deserved as well. Uh, a 15.2 million dollar budget for renovation to the 14-year-old Jones Aquatic Center which Tennessee debuted in 2008 with a price tag of $24 million per the school. Uh, Tennessee also earmarked $15.2 mil in funding to renovate Lee Stadium, home of Tennessee's softball program. So it's just not Neyland and Thompson Bowling and, and Lindsey Nelson, which needs it the most. It, it's all sports on campus that, that is benefiting from this new SEC money. <laughs> 
so happy for the athletics program as a whole. But you know me, especially happy for the baseball program. And uh, even if I wasn't as as big of a pure baseball fan as I am, which drives my interest in Tennessee baseball, then this would still be huge for the program, and, and I would still be thrilled uh, for the baseball program. I, I kind of hope that the 60 mil, most of it is actually going towards Lindsey Nelson. I, I would be curious in those details. We talked about it, what was it, Monday? Uh, about the baseball player dorm that that it has generated a lot of conversation that could go out behind right field and at the bottom of this uh, baseball player dorm there'd be an infield turf indoor infield turf for the players to to work on i, I kind of hope the projects are separate if that makes sense mm-hmm. because i i imagine that's that's not gonna be cheap uh to build that out behind right field um but but even if that costs and look, I, I don't know the cost for these things. <laughs> I'm, I'm just truly spitballing. I think anybody's aware of that. But, I mean, 10 mil, 5? I don't, I don't know how much it would cost to, to, to build something like that. But let's say it's it's 5 to, to build that. I mean, that's, that's still 55 mil, according to Bryce, that's, that's going to the baseball program. And you and I just discussed Kentucky put 49 towards its brand-new stadium. And... Alabama put 50 or 60 in, in into renovating its old stadium to make it look like a brand new stadium. So even if that building out behind right field gets done, assuming it's just not the most expensive building in the world, I mean, there's still plenty, plenty, plenty of funds to, to go into really revamping Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Deserve it. Deserve it. Happy for... There's going to be some players that won't be able to experience it. Uh, there's going to be some players right now in high school that will experience it, but still, it's still um, a sign or, or the prize, so to speak, for all the, the great play uh, over the years. And there's guys right now that's in the major leagues that was part of Tony Vitello's first, second, third team that laid the foundation. And so they should be very, very proud of themselves today. Very proud. 865-255-03. And they'll be able to take a, a, a lot of pride in what's going to happen. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be able to, to sit back and enjoy the amenities that the fans are, are going to enjoy and uh, take pride in knowing that they helped build it. I mean, the, the Connor Pavalonis of the world, the Jake Ruckers, the the Evan Russells, Redmond Walshes. I mean, they, they will they'll be able to come back and 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 know and even watch it on TV. They'll they'll be able to know that they helped build mm-hmm. whatever is going to be built. They they played a huge, huge role. If if I mean it's no different than winning a championship if if Tennessee baseball goes on to win the championship this year in Omaha, the national championship, Jake Rucker, Liam Spence, Connor Pavoloni, Max Ferguson, uh, Chad Dallas, even going back Jeez. to Zach Daniels and Alric Solari, uh, going back to Garrett Stallings and, and Zach Lingenfelter, like those, those guys laid the foundation 
for a national championship this season. That they they were just as important to winning the national championship in 2022 as the current players because they they set the standard and passed the torch. The, these youngsters who are thriving in their new roles, Trey Lipscomb, um, Drew Gilbert, Jordan Beck. I mean, they they were they were taught when they got to Tennessee by by the Zach Daniels, by the Jake Ruckers, and the Andre Lipschiuses that, hey, this is how we do things under Tony V, and and this is how we get it done. Like, they'll be able to take as much pride in the championship as as the current guys because they laid the foundation. They taught the the current guys that, that win the championship, and I, I think that also applies to the stadium being built. I guess there's questions that, that, that come with the news. LC wants to know, do you think that the new renovations are done during the upcoming offseason, or will they have to play their game somewhere else for a year? I, I don't think any of that has been decided. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that behind closed doors they have had um, early conversations of what that may look like. But I, I think that, A, and, and Brent Hubbs has discussed this uh, on the Tuesday VolQuest podcast, that it, it it's not going to be a situation where as soon as the, the season ends that they're going to have bulldozers out there at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. They, 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 as the new fiscal year begins, will begin planning these things. So I, I'm not sure what a timeline looks like. So it, I don't know if it'll, if it'll affect next season or the season after that. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I, I don't even know that Tennessee knows. I mean, I, I'm sure they have early guesses as to what it may look like. All we know is they get hooked up. Yes, that's all that matters. That's all we know. And may, maybe they plan it out to to where they they do the renovations. I imagine they would try to do it during during the off season. But if they can't complete it all during the off season, I mean, who knows? Maybe they play uh, at at the new Smoky Stadium downtown. Not not quite sure when that is supposed to be built. I mean, if if that's not going to be built for another three or four years, then, then maybe it, it is, that's not going to work out. But I know that uh, Alabama, when they were having their stadium renovated, they, they went and played in Hoover at the Met, at the Hoover Met uh, that entire season. So Tennessee may have to, to do something like that. The, the problem is, where, where do you play? I mean, but I they guess. They won't be able to hit any home runs, Ben. <laughs> I know. And playing in a minor league park, I, I don't know how Tennessee's offense uh, will – will thrive. Be nothing but doubles. I guess the old Smoky Stadium will still be up uh, and, and they could play in that even if the new stadiums, new Smoky Stadium isn't ready, they could play in the one out in Kodak. Um, but I, I, they'll have to figure something out. But, but I, I don't expect bulldozers to be breaking ground as as soon as the season is over because they, they it, it's something with having to go to the, the state level and and getting approved at the beginning of the new fiscal year, which is in June or July, and and then they'll have to go uh, hire contractors and architects and so on and so forth and, and get it all planned out. So I, I'm not quite sure what that timeline is going to look like. Then you can then you can um, start start up those drives to Kodak. Don't you miss those drives? No. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of time to think. Listen to a lot of music, podcasts. This, this is true, uh, but upon my arrival at Smoky Stadium, I was miserable. But 
maybe since I'm, I wouldn't be doing what I was doing, this time I'd actually be happy. 865-255-03. You know what? I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to take the first break of the day. Hour one is brought to you by Healer Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. HappyHealer.com. I'm just going to take a break. That's what I'm going to do. Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Don't go anywhere. If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, subscribe to the Swain Event channel on YouTube. In this day and age, the way we work is changing and evolving. Businesses still moving forward despite your work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's in an office building or at your house. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier for Herman Miller 
and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, lay out, and make recommendations. No project is too big or too small. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area or online at OFONOX.com. Or give them a call at 865-524-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters, providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill. Or call 865-693-5400. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the MN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics. So we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. 
At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Daddy and Barbecue. Time for around the SEC this morning. Always. Oh, what's something going on inside the SEC, Ben? And um, what's what's going on in your world? What do you think is going on that we need to touch on this morning? Oh, we're going to talk SEC baseball here in a second. But first, we do have an SEC basketball score to mention. That's right. There is one SEC basketball team still playing, and that is the fighting Texas A&M Aggies, who are in the NIT and they beat Washington State last night, 72-56. to 56. And on Thursday, a.k.a. tomorrow night at 7 p.m. on ESPN, Texas A&M is going to play Xavier in the NIT championship game. Uh, are we rooting for A&M and NIT? I am. I like Buzz Williams. It, A&M don't bother me. Like Tennessee doesn't really have any direct run-ins with A&M. I, I I don't well I don't know that I'm rooting for them I don't like it's not gonna bother me if they win like if it were Vanderbilt like Vanderbilt was was making a nice little run in the NIT there for a second if they were Vanderbilt I'd, I'd be rooting against them but I don't I like Buzz Williams I don't I do too I, I don't care about A and M kind of one way or the other I don't too I'm not gonna put too much energy into it I mean I do want to see like I want to see A and M kind of make their case by going and slaying the competition in the NIT and being the champions. I think that will help with their their case that they should have been in the NCAA tournament. They shouldn't have not lost eight games in a row, but it'd be a nice ending for the A&M Aggies winning the NIT championship. So yeah, I'll say I'll go for it. I'm not going to be like on the couch and jumping up and reacting to every single call or, or play that's made, but I would like to see Buzz Williams win. They're not a big threat to Tennessee. Uh, I watched the McDonald's All-American game yesterday for a little bit, and um, I watched three of those players going to Arkansas, and if it was Arkansas in there, I wouldn't be rooting for them, because they are a threat. They are a threat. I don't like that. I don't like all these McDonald's All-Americans they bringing in, but they might. he may only have them for a year or two. SEC Basketball League, I mean, SEC Basketball, it is improved. It is, um, it's something else. I'm sure we got some more things to touch on with SEC Basketball, so go ahead. Well, first I'm going to mention some SEC Baseball scores from last night because it was a pretty hectic night around the SEC. Uh, Kentucky, in their Kentucky Proud Park, lost to Eastern Kentucky. Six to three. Uh, Eastern Kentucky, who Tennessee beat two weeks ago, seven to one. 
Oh, man. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be my baseball team. Uh, <laughs> Missouri did beat Illinois in a rivalry game, 11-7. to uh, Georgia beat Georgia Southern, 7-2. to And that is a, a noteworthy win for the Bulldogs because, A, they lost to Georgia Southern earlier this season. And Georgia Southern is is still rocking and rolling, having a, a nice season going on. Uh, last time I checked, which was about a week ago, they were 13-6, and six, but 13-3 and three if you take out the Tennessee games. So they, they are, are putting together a nice season, which obviously helps Tennessee's RPI. So we need Georgia Southern and, and your twin brother, Jason Swan, to go out and do fake, great things. Fake, fake Jason year. Swan. He's a fake. Uh, Mississippi State played Memphis at uh, the Liberty Zone Park there. Did they pull on a plan? In Memphis, yep. Mississippi State won 10-4. to uh, Vandy played Lipscomb. At the Nashville Sound Stadium, I believe they call it a First Horizon Park. Uh, Vanderbilt won seven to one. But how about this? this? This is where it gets interesting. Presbyterian beat the team who just won the weekend series over Vanderbilt. South Carolina turns around and loses to Presbyterian nine to six. South Carolina is the strangest baseball team in the entire country. Yeah. They, 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 they like the Alabama basketball. Yes, they they beat Texas, mm-hmm. take two or three from number one Texas at the time, and then they turned around and and lost to Xavier, fourteen to nine, I believe it was, and and then they get swept by Tennessee, and then they turn around and and beat Vanderbilt two out of three times, Vanderbilt. and then they lose to Presbyterian nine to six. I just I don't. I don't understand what South Carolina is doing. And then Auburn, who has a really good lineup, but they just can't pitch, very similar to Ole Miss. Uh, they lost to Jacksonville State 5-2 last night. My goodness. Uh, Alabama, they needed a walk-off with the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth inning to beat South Alabama 5-4. to four. They, they were trailing South Alabama all evening long, and it took a walk-off to beat them. Florida did pick up a big win over Florida State. Number 14, Florida beats number five, Florida State, 6-3. Uh, Florida putting together a, a nice season down there in Gainesville. Uh, A&M beat Texas, beat number eight, Texas, 12-9. That was a, a cool atmosphere in Austin last night. A&M and the Longhorns do not like each other, as we are, are well aware. They throw some hands. Uh, they, they wanted to. But it, it was cool to see that stadium in Austin packed out and uh, a lot of emotions uh, going into that game. Uh, and then really the only noteworthy game, and this is only noteworthy because it applies to Tennessee, uh, Ole Miss bounced back with a 20-3 to win over Swain's North Alabama Lions. Ole Miss beats UNA 20-3. How dare they treat the – the, the the UNA Purple Lions like that swing. Just the, the disrespect. And they, they, they need to put some respect on they look, They're a little salty. They're a little salty getting manhandled. Their, announcer, their announcer sure did sound more pleasant uh, on the highlights that I saw. Their, their announcers had a little pep in their step last <laughs> night as Ole Miss was, they have, was winning. They have any reason to have any pep in their step over the weekend. No. Look, the SEC, by the way, they need to fix that. They need to fix that. I understand Putting the the home broadcasters 
on the broadcast for the SEC Network Plus or watch ESPN, the, the mm-hmm. ones that you have to stream. Like, I get it, pulling up the other team's broadcasters and, and slapping it on there. But I feel like we've reached the point with SEC baseball to where there there is a strong following. A lot of people are passionate about it to where it's not fair to the away team. And, and I'm not just speaking to Tennessee Ole Miss this weekend. It's not fair for Tennessee fans to, to sit there and watch their team upset the number one team in the country and they have to, to listen to, to Salty in their feeling Ole Miss broadcasters. Who, Another who, home run. Yeah, and act like they're at a funeral every time Tennessee scores a run. Like, that that should not be the case. And, and it's just not that. I mean, that that's throughout the league. Uh, this this weekend, Tennessee should Tennessee fans should not have to listen to Vanderbilt fans on Friday and Sunday. I believe the only game this weekend that's on the SEC Network that's on TV is Saturday, I believe. But two of the games will be on streamed. And Tennessee fans should not have to listen to the Vanderbilt broadcasters. And, and vice versa. When, when South Carolina came to Tennessee, South Carolina shouldn't have to listen to Tennessee broadcasters. The, the league has to fix that, in my opinion. Uh, that, that would require putting more money into the league and and sending broadcasters out. But at this point, you don't even really have to send broadcasters to a game because I I see Tom Hart tweeting out photos of him calling the game on SEC Network, and he's doing it from the house. From the heezy. So why can't we get broadcasters doing it from the house, neutral broadcasters, to call these other games from the house? Tom Hart was blocking folks this weekend, wasn't he? Oh, he was? Mm Mm-hmm. I I didn't notice he was a tumbo in people out here. Why were people mad at in Tom Hart? Twitter streets. I don't. I don't know. I just saw that he was blocking folks. Interesting. A uh, couple more quick things. Uh, LSU basketball picked up a big transfer, Justice Hill, who was at Murray State uh, with Matt McMahon. He is following Matt McMahon to LSU. Justice Hill, uh, a nice guard there for Murray State this season, and. Uh, should fit him pretty well with the SEC. Interestingly enough, he signed with Arkansas out of high school and then transferred to Murray State, and now he's back in the SEC at LSU. Uh, Justice Hill, one of the best players in the OVC this past season, scored 36 in a game against Belmont earlier this year. So Balling. That's a, a fascinating uh, addition. Georgia's best basketball player is in the transfer portal for like the seventh consecutive season. Cario uh, Oquando, which is the one that posterized Santi, right? Isn't he the one that got Santi? Remember the poster in the, the Tennessee-Georgia game? Yeah. I, I think it was. I think that was him. I'm, I'm like 97% sure it was him. Oh, that was right. Uh, he is in the transfer portal. He led Georgia with 15.2 points he, per game. He He's good. Yeah. Like he has a chance to be really good. I mean, if you had a coach like Rick Barnes, that would take him and. You know, help him with his his game and his and his and his, his IQ in in game IQ, man. He got a nice stroke, and he's super athletic. I mean, Tennessee has a chance to get a really, really, really good player or two from the portal because I th- there's a lot of good players entering, especially with some of the, the coaching moves and basically whole teams are jumping into the portal. What positions would you like to see Tennessee go after? Guard and post. In a perfect world, I would like to see Tennessee add not just a guard, but a point guard. I, I would be very specific in, in adding a point guard, a reliable post player, and, and if it 
really worked out in a perfect world, I would like a wing who can shoot. And actually will shoot? Yes. That's that's what I would like, too. You got to be able to shoot. Honestly, I would like a post player that can shoot. Extend the floor? Yeah. Let Olivier bang down low? Yeah. Huntley Hatfield, whoever is in the middle, like, give me some four out, one in. Since he may have one of those already. I mean, Jonas can shoot it. Brandon can shoot it. Olivier can shoot it. I want more. Just need to shoot it with, with more confidence and more often. The problem is... I don't know how allowed they're going to be able to do so under this system, in this system. They can shoot it. They have the open shot. If they can shoot it. If you can shoot, why can't you shoot it? I, I don't think they're a lot, they would be allowed to shoot as much as you were saying you would like to, to add somebody who can shoot it, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, they can shoot it, but how often can they shoot it? I guess, I guess we'll see you next season. I think you get the green light, man, based on the amount of work you put in in off season, and how you shoot the ball in the off season. I know that you have to put up hundreds of shots a day. You have to make a hundred hundreds of shots a day to earn that green light. It's the reason why Josiah had the green light. It's the reason why Santi had the green light. It's because they were making the shots in practice. And if the big men are putting that work in in the offseason and they're making it, I don't see why Rick is not going to allow those guys to shoot it if they're open. The last thing we want is a Patrick Ewan clip again. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. When do you shoot that shot? Do you practice that shot? Do you practice making that shot? Don't do that shot out here in the game if you don't practice that shot. It kind of goes back to the Patrick Ewan clip. But they all have nice shots. They do. Huntley Hatfield has a nice stroke. But it seems like the, the only time they are allowed to take those shots as a big are when it's a trailing three. Uh, other than that, it's get into the offense. Let, let's start getting the ball movement going. Let's start swinging it side to side. Olivier takes those corner threes, man. He takes those top of the key threes. Not a lot of them. Early in the season he did. But, I mean, later he wasn't as open much, as much. I think I think Olivia has more of a green light than than what people uh, expect. I, I agree. I just don't think you'll ever see a, a Rick Barnes big shoot as many perimeter shots as the modern day bigs are doing. Well, we go get a Brady Manic, then yeah, but maybe I, that change is Brady Manic a big? I mean, I, I kind of think he's big as, as hell. He's six ten. Is he? Yeah. But he, but yeah, he, they're like Dirk Nowitzki on the perimeter. Yeah, but he plays on the perimeter the entire time. Tennessee's bigs aren't doing that. We don't have a big that can shoot like him. But Rick also doesn't want a, a big like that. I'm not, he has not gone out and gotten a big that plays on the perimeter like that. Well, who's in the Final Four? Who's not? Hey, don't. I'm just presenting the facts. I'm, those, saying, those, I'm just saying, uh, man. That You can take it up with Rick uh, about his methods. I'll talk to Rick on Sundays. That's that's when that's when you communicate with the Deacon. I mean, think about it. There's not been one big that Rick has brought in like Brady Manning that plays on the perimeter because Brady Manning don't get inside on the post. At least I haven't seen him do it. Yeah, he he, he has somebody that can do that. Rick has not brought in somebody like that. I mean, maybe Drew Pember. 
That that's the closest he's brought into a Brady Manic type. Yeah, but Drew was always a perimeter player. Correct. But you got you got Baycock, who is like your banger, your rebound. He's your Oscar Sheedway for North Carolina. Um, he's six ten, but but uh, Brady Manic is six nine. Excuse me, he's six nine. But the boy can shoot. He's a forward. He can shoot. He's just stretch. Stretch four when he's when he's in there. So. I, I understand that, but again, it's not the type of guy that Rick likes to bring in. What does it does it is it because he doesn't like to bring in those players, or he just hasn't been able to find a player like like that? I, I just don't think that. I don't believe he, he don't I, like it. I believe I don't. I don't either. I just don't think it fits the system that he runs. I don't believe that either. Well, then why have we not seen a, a player like Brady Manning brought in? Um, because there's not a lot of big dudes out there that can shoot the ball like a guard who's six nine, six ten. They can shoot like a like Steph Curry, but they have the the size to be in a the post. They're, they just don't grow on trees. I think if you got those type of players in, I think Rick will be able to uh, adapt. I mean, he's no different than a Josh Heupel, who is in his fourth year being a head coach, who can adapt because having him and Hooker. Adapt his system to a hidden hooker. There's no reason for me to believe that Rick Barnes, who's been coaching 132 years, can't do the same thing if he brought in a player that could shoot from the perimeter who was 6'10. I just I just don't think those guys grow on trees. Now I hope we go get one. Because I want to see it. They 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 grow on trees more often nowadays than they used to. And well, and they still have not tried to find one. I haven't seen I haven't I haven't seen a bunch of guys. I don't see a bunch of guys like Brady Manning in, in college basketball. Like, go go go! Show me five more dudes like him who is six nine, six ten, and can shoot better than most of most of the guards in college basketball. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Let's go to the phones. We got Coach S A J. Coach S A J. Good morning. Good morning, Swain. I just wanted to call in this morning and congratulate you, congratulate you on your opportunity. Uh, I think the sports animal upgraded. I think I so too. Take, I, I think you're going to take the same integrity and tell it like it is that show. And I've never been a real listener of sports animal, but I'm about to become one. Well, I know, I know I'm gonna do that. And uh, I hope someday. I, I don't know. I haven't seen your girls play basketball, but I'm hoping one day to see one of them there, at least one over there on the hill playing basketball. And uh, I also want to congratulate Ben on he's about to take undertake the greatest job he'll ever undertake, and that's to raise a kid. And uh, I know he's he's happy in him and his wife. And just get ready, old Ben. You're gonna be number two in that house. <laughs> I I can't wait to be number two. <laughs> so uh, I, I, number three, I there's a dog. Yeah, that's true. The dog may be up there too. You know, uh, but you're about to get in the back seat, buddy. That's fine with me. Thank you for the kind yeah. words. Yeah, well, anyway, I've always tried to add a little bit. I'm not always right about things. Uh, I'm going on 70 years of experience with uh, the stuff with sports. You know, I coached them all. Uh, boy, I was real tickled with the Tennessee's baseball team. Boy, the difference, though, and we all know it, Ben, is good pitching beats good hitting, and Tennessee has improved in that area. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. Their pitching is going to carry them a long ways. Yeah, buddy. I'm telling you, this Burns kid is, is uh, 
I'm telling you, he's he's something else. He's different. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, but anyway, Swain, I, I I've enjoyed your show over the years. Sometimes, man, when the dust settles, man, you just got to do what's best for his family. And uh, I applaud you for that, my my friend. Well, I, I I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I think you are, I think you're spot on, man. I think you're spot on everything that you said today. So, thank you so much for the phone call. Uh, one more thing to add to around the SEC: uh, Kentucky receiver Rashawn Lewis was arrested early Sunday morning. Look at gangster up there in Kentucky and charged cases? with operating a motor vehicle under the influence of alcohol. Oh. Improper start from a parked position and reckless driving. Uh, the senior, Rashawn Lewis, is the son of Hall of Fame linebacker Ray Lewis, who spent 17 seasons in the NFL with the Ravens. Rashawn was pulled over at 2.58 oh, oh, oh. a.m. local time go, Sunday. Go back, 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 go back. What? Yeah, this is the son of, of Ray Lewis, who is apparently a receiver at Kentucky. I had no idea. I had no clue. No clue. <laughs> what? Uh, it says that uh, Lewis is heading into his third season with the Kentucky Wildcats after transferring from FAU. He began his collegiate career as a defensive back at UCF, but has moved twice until finding a home at Kentucky. He sat out 2020 before finally seeing the field in six games last year, totaling two catches for four yards. A knee injury cost him the final seven games of 2021. Uh, was driving 65 and a 35 oh my gosh. Uh, at 2.58 a.m. local time and was impaired during the sobriety test and he had a blood alcohol concentration of 0.153 and was also driving 65 and 35 while intoxicated how are you born on third base and still called out you know how embarrassed you gotta be if you're Ray Lewis right now not only do you have a son getting in trouble but he's not even good he's not even good I didn't, didn't even know he had a son. He played football. It sounded harsh, I know. His son must not be very good. But still. 65 and 35? It's 2 a.m. in the morning? Are you you got to think real highly of yourself. To put yourself in that situation. Must have thought he was a Kentucky basketball player. Exactly. And they, they about to lose their privileges. He lost to St. Peter's. That free get out of jail free card that you get speeding, Mm-mm. they about to get popped for going fifty one in the fifty. Bloop, bloop. St. Peter's beat us. Step out of the car, please. Cuff him. We're taking you in. Kentucky man, wow. Coaches getting in trouble. Players over here thinking they Nino Brown, Frank Lucas. And now this. They're, they're turning into a legitimate football program. It's going to call it the Stoops Cup. Not the former cup. It should be called the Urban Cup, honestly. But Stoops is making a case to change it. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. 865-255-03. Stay with us.
Just because you can't call in doesn't mean that you have to sit on the sideline. Impact the show with a text box. It's part of the free Swain Event app. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of Quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. J.C.'s Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com.
Attaboy is brought to you by Irish Networks, Business Fiber Internet and Voice, IrishNetworksUSA.com. I'm going to the Plains for my Attaboy. That's right. I'm giving the Attaboy to Walker, Kessler, Transfer from North Carolina, who's named Defensive Player of the Year for the 2021-2022 season. SEC tweeted out this news yesterday, but Walker Kessler, man, swatted everybody's stuff out of there. Just didn't do it against Tennessee. Oh, I had to. I had to. You're, you're, you're giving an Auburn player an attaboy for doing what? For winning an award? Absolutely, man. He deserves it. National Why? Defensive Player of the Year. Plays for Auburn. So, it's not Tennessee attaboy. It's attaboy. So, he gets attaboy. Uh, do you also want to give Oscar Sheepway an attaboy for winning National Player of the Year? No, not today. Why not? T- tomorrow. Uh, I am giving the Dodgers an attaboy. And the real attaboy Walker Kessler deserves is the NIL deal that he signed with uh, the Dunkaroo, the, the Danables or whatever. Uh, he, he signed a really cool NIL deal. Oh, that's, uh, that's great. Th- this week. Uh, but I'm giving the Dodgers an attaboy because they re-signed Andrew Tolles, who hasn't played since 2018, but they re-signed him so he can have health insurance and get help for his mental health. Mm. Uh, he is going to get paid $700,000 for not playing. Uh, Dodgers want him to get well and have the funds to help him do this. Um, so I, I thought this was, was really, really neat um, that the Dodgers are, are strictly re-signing him so he could have health insurance and have access to therapists and other outlets to get help for his mental health issues. Really cool. Really cool gesture by uh, the Dodgers here. For sure. Mental health, uh, a, a serious thing, something that we all deal with in, in different capacities, some more severe than others. But as uh, Marshawn Lynch said, take care of your chickens. And your take mentals. Care, take care of your mentals and your chickens. 100%. So shout out to the Dodgers for doing this. Yeah, I like your attaboy a whole lot better. Well, you just you just don't want a situation. Uh, his name's slipping my mind. The, the point guard. Delonte West. You, you don't want a Delonte West situation on your hands. No, and the good thing, the good news about Delonte West is, um, you know, he's playing basketball again. He's in the big three. He's got, you know, he's gotten that help. And, you know, he is, he's looking a whole lot better, man. He's looking yep. good. Looking good. And here's someone that was on the street, like literally on the street, living on the street. And at, at one point he was a millionaire. So, Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Hour two is coming up. John Bryce will join us in hour number three at nine twenty from Football Scoop. Got a lot to cover. Don't go anywhere. Swain event. Be right back.